It is that time of the month where we have a new Reina crew. And today we're discussing saving, how to get more creative and make it a little more fun. So that is coming right up. Need a judgment-free zone when it comes to your financial life? Bienvenida to the Her Dinero Matters podcast, a bilingual podcast for today's Latina who typically thinks English but feels her Latina culture through and through. I am your host, Jen Hempel, and each week we have down-to-earth money conversations from people in La Comunidad Latina that will leave you with more confidence and inspiration to help you take control of your money. Lista? Let's do it. Okay, well, how is it going? This is Jen Hempel, your host. It is that time of the month where we have a Reina crew and we've got some fantastic guests. We normally have three panelists or three Reinas, but today we just have two and then myself as a moderator and we've got a fantastic episode for you. Let me tell you a little bit about our reinas for this month. Cindy Suniga is a founder of zero-based budgeting coaching. After graduating law school in 2015 with over $210,000 of debt, Cindy took control of her money by immersing herself in the world of personal finance. In 2018, she launched zero-based budget to document her debt payoff journey and simplify personal finance concepts. After recognizing through her platform people's unique needs and goals, she founded Zero-Based Budgeting Coaching and offers personal finance services and speaks to audiences, small and large, about budgeting, saving, investing, and more. And Cindy practices law full-time as a commercial litigator. Then we have Katya Perez Chesnok. She is an entrepreneur, financial literacy blogger, an advocate and millennial mom. She worked investment and commercial banking for more than 10 years in institutions such as Bank of America, Royal Bank of Canada, among others. Katya runs the personal finance blog Economicat, dedicated to all women and especially Latinas to empower, inform, and inspire them on their financial journeys while sharing tips on savings, budgeting, investing, and others. She also co-founded CP Clicks, a digital marketing and e-commerce agency. In today's episode, you're going to learn the challenges they have both had when it comes to saving, as well as how they overcame those challenges and started saving more because we all have challenges from time to time on all aspects of our money, including saving. And you're also going to learn some creative ways they have saved and others they are wanting to try. So we are sharing lots of good stuff here. You ready? Vamos a conocer this month's Reina Crew. Bienvenidas, Katia y Cindy, for another Reina Crew. I'm excited to have you here, ladies. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having me, Jen. Yes. And we are talking about something that I've seen you on the interweb, especially on Instagram. And I've seen how adamant you are about finance and really saving. So we're going to talk about savings and how to become a better saver, maybe some creative ways that you have saved and uh, maybe some no-spend challenges because earlier this month, I did a solo episode just on no-spend challenges. So literally, we're going to talk about all things savings. So, But before we do that, 
let's get started and really get to know a little bit about you. So Cindy, let's start off with you and share with us a little bit about what you do. Sure. So uh, my name is Cindy and I am born and raised in the Bronx, New York. My parents are immigrants. Mommy's from Ecuador and my daddy's from Honduras. I was born here and I work as a commercial litigator. I am an attorney full time. <laughs> that is my full time career. But I am also the founder of Zero Based Budget Coaching. So it's a personal finance coaching business. And I also am hired to do speaking engagements, specifically in uh, schools. Really, it's what I've been kind of focused on. And yeah, I talk about all things personal finance and a little bit about my story on why I got into it is because I graduated law school with over $200,000 of debt. And I, you know, didn't know anything about money. Unfortunately, you know, my parents weren't able to teach me too much about it growing up other than to just save, 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 right? Like, hay que ahorrar, hay que ahorrar, right? You need to save, but you know, the how and the what exactly wasn't clear to me. So uh, anywho, fast forward, graduated law school with a ton of debt, needed to learn how to manage it. And that's kind of what led me to create zero-based budget. So yeah. <laughs> Love it. And you said you've mainly focused on school. So what's age group are you meaning? So uh, universities, actually. Universities. Mm -hmm. Okay. Especially since that, that makes sense because it was student loan debt that you mentioned, correct? It was correct. Yes. Okay. Awesome. And full time working and doing this on the side. Oh my goodness. Um, that's a ton, a ton. I'm like bowing down to you. <laughs> that is amazing. So Katya, how about you? Tell us a little bit about you. So hi, my name is Katya and I live in Miami, Florida, but um, I was born and mostly raised in Dominican Republic in Santo Domingo. So I came to Miami to complete uh, my high school, my college, you know, my, my master's degree. I've been working mostly in banking. You know, I've been in banking for like more than 12 years, you know, investment banking, commercial banking. But, you know, I've noticed in, after all the challenges that I had, you know, with money, with, uh, you know, as Cindy said, with, with debt and, and all that during school, I needed to, even though my background is in finance, you know, I needed to be more financially literate. So, uh, you know, all that led me to create the blog um, Economica in where, you know, I want to actually inspire, I want to inform and basically empower, you know, women uh, to take control over their finances and to learn more, you know, to be more financially literate to all women, but especially Latinas, mm -hmm. because I think as Latinas, you know, we need much more support and, you know, much more information about finances. And representation. Yeah. Love it. And now, uh, Katia, your Economica, your blog, is it, are you focusing more on what in Spanish or you do both? Both, basically okay. bilingual. Okay. So. And how about you, Cindy? Just so people so know. My clients mainly are English speaking, but overwhelmingly, my clients are women of color okay. and including many, many Latinas uh, that, like me, are, you know, daughter of immigrants. And so most of my coaching to date has been in English, but I have had some people ask me if, you know, it'd be available in Spanish. And I said, absolutely. <laughs> I'm fluent in both languages. So, right. Mm -hmm. So, just the so people know. Awesome. Now let's talk about saving in terms of challenges because you both have come from a, a point in your lives where you were in debt uh, and you've had to make uh, some changes. So what would you say 
are some challenges that you have had when it comes to saving. So let's start off with you, Cindy. Sure. So I think kind of like I mentioned earlier, you know, my parents, when I was little, would say you have to save, right? Like generally, that's what people would say. But I didn't know how to exactly. Uh, And then I realized that, you know, years later that what the problem is actually saving without a purpose. I think that's the biggest challenge, right? When you're just kind of supposed to be saving, but you don't have a clear purpose on why you're saving or what you're saving towards. So I think that now, you know, just becoming more financially literate and understanding that, for example, one should have an emergency fund. And there's a specific way to calculate how much you should have in your emergency fund and where you should be saving that money. I think those very simple concepts have really been a game changer for me because to be honest with you, you know, in I've been working since I was 16 years old and in high school, sure, I saved a little bit of money, but I didn't have the purpose, right? The why behind it all. And so that money eventually was depleted. And same for, you know, savings in college and in law school. So I think that definitely the biggest challenge is understanding what my why has been. I love that. And for those of you listening, you weren't able to see, they saw me, but I was just kind of bowing down when (laughs) saving for a purpose, because that is just so right on. I know you listening have heard me say how you have to be specific. You have to be intentional. You can't just save because you're supposed to save. And that's a part of mistake that I made as I became an adult, I was saving because I was supposed to, but it didn't have the, what the savings was supposed to do for me. I didn't really define what that was supposed to be. Uh, And that goes to to having a purpose. And so I'm really gung-ho and really with my clients, it's not just save to save, but why are you saving? What is it for? Define what it's for. uh, So, you know, and because once you have that definition, And once you are clear, it's going to be more exciting than just saving because you have to. Absolutely. (laughs) Love it. And I wanted, before I get to you, Katya, I wanted, uh, Cindy, if you could go and elaborate a little bit about the emergency savings and how you do this, because you mentioned there's a strategy. So I'm I'm curious how exactly you calculate how much you need, because it's typically, I want to see if it's more beyond your three months of your monthly expenses, six months of your monthly expenses. I'm just curious how you do it. Yeah. So I think that, you know, really what I encourage my clients to have is, you know, what I call like a starter emergency fund, right? Just as a step one. And that's just one month of your necessary living expenses, right? So for someone in New York City, that could very well be maybe $3,000, right? Enough money to cover rent, groceries, you know, your Metro card, things like that. But really, the gold standard, kind of, if you will, is the fully funded emergency fund, right? And that's three to six months of your necessary living expenses. And that's where we want to get to, of course. But as a, you know, let's just start as a step one is let's aim for that starter emergency fund. Because I think that when you have a clear goal of, okay, for example, it's $3,000, that's how much I have to save, then you, you're more empowered to now move on to the next step, right? Which is, okay, now I'm ready for my fully funded emergency fund, which in the example of the person that needs the $3,000 for one month of their expenses, that would be, you know, nine to $18,000. 
right? Mm -hmm. In a separate savings account that is just your emergency fund. So I think that when you clearly lay out a number, it just makes it that much more motivating to, you know, want to achieve. Love it. And I love how you differentiated the starter fund and the fully funded emergency fund. Mm -hmm. Just because sometimes, you know, of course, I I talk about this. I'm always telling my clients start with one month and then build upon that. Just hearing other people say it in different ways. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Sometimes yeah. it's what sticks. I what I might say may not stick, but what you say may stick better because of how you said it or maybe the story you brought up, however. So I always like to ask those questions. So Katya, tell yeah. us about you and maybe some of the challenge that you have had when it comes to saving. Well, I absolutely agree with both of you. You need to be intentional. You need to have, you know, a goal. You need to know your why. But also one of the challenges that I faced particularly was to live below my means. You know, um, that's very, very important. If you want to save, you know, just don't follow any trend. Just focus on you, on your goals and live below your means and pay yourself first. I know that everybody, you know, has been saying this phrase, but it's absolutely true. As soon as you get paid, you get your paycheck, just remember, pay yourself first. You know, start saving and start organizing, automating your savings. That is key, you know, if you want to be able to save. Love it. Absolutely. Awesome. So we talked about our challenges. So uh, Cindy, tell us about what are some ways that you overcame those challenges. So I think really the main way was me just becoming more literate, right? Understanding clearly, you know, how I'm supposed to be saving, what kinds of bank accounts I should open. I think that's really key because growing up, it was just, you know, your local bank, the local branch, just sign up, get a savings account there and start saving. And so by educating myself, I started realizing that there are alternatives. So there are online banks, right, that can make this a lot easier for you, where you can kind of you know, rename the account, for example, and you start seeing things more clearly just at at your fingertips, right? And a lot of these banks have very mobile-friendly apps, for example. And so just being able to have the tools and resources to actually make my biggest obstacle, which is having a clear, you know, purpose behind my savings, having those tools really helped enable me to just want to save more, right? Like I literally renamed my account as Cindy's emergency fund. Like that's what it says, right? And so like that, I mean, you can't get more intentional than that, right? And so now when I see that, like if I just flip open the app and I see there, it says Cindy's emergency fund and I see the amount that I have there, you know, that's really empowering. So yeah, definitely recommend just kind of take advantage of the tools that are out there because they'll really propel you to, uh, you know, successfully save. So get yourself educated and literate about what's out there and empower yourself with those tools. Right. Awesome. How about you, Katya? What are some uh, ways that you overcame those challenges? Because I know one of the challenges you had was living below your means, which a ton of people have that challenge. So talk to us about that. Absolutely. Um, Jen, as I said, um, just don't follow, you know, trends. If, if it doesn't make sense financially, for example, you know, I'm not going to go ahead and buy, you know, the new cell phone, if the new iPhone, let's say if I have, you know, already mine is working, 
and be mindful. You know, be mindful with your money. Just learn how to track your expenses, you know. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. Budget. Budget is such, such, you know, a big help. Obviously, you need, it's essential, you know. If you are going to save, you need to budget because you need to know where your money is going and, you know, where you're tracking all your expenses, every single paycheck, you know, not only monthly, but if you get paid every two weeks, just track those expenses as well every two weeks. You know, that's that's one of the ways that I've been trying to, it's kind of, it's helping me to save. Also, what Cindy said, online banking is, is great because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they offer high yield savings accounts. You know, but not only that, also that you can keep track of all your expenses easily, you know, just on your cell phone, when you're on the go, you can just track, uh, you know, with the apps. It's, it's absolutely mm-hmm. important. Yeah. Easy to do, you know, user-friendly. <laughs> absolutely. So we've talked about the challenges and that when it comes to saving, because we always have to address the challenges and we have to always address solutions. So we, you talked about as well, how you overcame those challenges. Now let's discuss what are some creative ways that you're proud of that you have saved? So let's start off with you, Katia, this time. Yeah. So one thing that I'm doing, you know, I've been doing already for less than a year, but I love it, is uh, no spend challenges. You know, I actually, we actually all of us do it here at home. So uh, last month, we were able to, to have 15 no spend days, you know, with the no spend challenge. How we do it is the following, you know, for example, the most important part for me here is meal prep, you know, so that is one of the things that we've been applying. Uh, we try to avoid restaurants, you know, if we don't have to. So we cook at home, we do our homemade coffee, we meal prep, you know, and that actually helps us, especially on the weekends, you know, on the weekends when you get out and you go shopping, we, we can get out, but we cook at home, you know, we do the meal prep and then we get out, uh, you know, outside. and also. Try to find free activities around my city. You know, there's tons of free events, free festivals, activities. You can go hiking, you know, you can go outdoors and it's, you know, it's, it's cheap and it's fun. It's a great way to save. Absolutely. How about you, Cindy? So I actually, for the past, I guess, two or three years, I start off the year with a no spend month. So I do January as my no spend month where I'm only allowed to spend on things like obviously rent and like my bills and just like, you know, obviously groceries. But other than that, like literally anything else that's not that, I mean, even I'm talking to like a trip to like Walgreens, right? It's like, no, like I probably don't need it right? Like it's, I probably already have something in my, in my pantry or in my closet that I'm good on. And so, you know, I would just enter the new year having a no spend month because it's kind of like a detox, right? And I say that because the holidays are so expensive and, you know, the holidays are coming up. And of course, people should be very mindful of, how much they're spending and all of that. But I think even as mindful as we are, even us in the personal finance space, holidays are expensive, you know? And so I take January as kind of like a detox, like cleansing month, 
And I've been doing that now for, I guess, like, yeah, the last few years. And it's been really a great way to just kind of start the year on the right foot, because it, it also honestly makes you realize that, you know, we don't actually need as much as I think people want to tell us, as, as much as society and advertisements want to tell us. And so I think that that's a great way. And then what I do actually with that money that I would typically budget for those discretionary categories, like, you know, entertainment or dining out is I'll just put that into savings. And it feels great, right? To kind of get that bump. And you start realizing like, wow, I, I can actually do this. And that kind of motivates you throughout the year too. Awesome. And I just had a thought because you mentioned you do this at the beginning of the year. And no spend challenges are, are are becoming so popular. I had never heard about them until a few years ago. I'm like, you're doing what? And but anyways, I'll talk about that in a moment because I just I, I I'll get I'll digress here. But so an idea that I was thinking, as you uh, mentioned, Cindy, that it's the holiday season is upon us, is creating or doing a no spend challenge with the purpose, the end goal of that saving money for those gifts that are coming up, especially if you have if you don't have that money aside, let that be that motivator to do that, because that could be another time of the year. And I love that you have that ritual, if you will, Cindy, that you do so and then you Katya, do it uh, really with the meal prep and all that. So just something to think about. But I also wanted to bring up, as I mentioned, I had didn't know about me in the space. And I don't know how long the term no spend challenges mm-hmm. have been out, but I don't think I learned about it from, until two, three years ago when well, some of my, one of my clients brought it up. I'm going to be the, I'm going to do my, basically it was like raid your pantry. Like you couldn't buy anything and you just had to use everything in your pantry, which is typically, it's kind of like a no spend challenge. And I honestly, for me, I can't say I've done a no spend challenge. I know, shocking. Don't fall out of your seat. But I also, (laughs) (laughs) please stay safe. Uh, But I also am very intentional. I'm that person that automates everything. So I am automatically saving all the time. Where I do, quote unquote, a no spend challenge is when my maybe coffee habit gets out of control. Meaning I, I, for whatever reason, I'm not drinking so much coffee at home, rather purchasing it. So when I'm seeing some of those habits, not form, but just come back where I'm spending areas, that's where I do. But I don't necessarily, I mean, I wanted to throw out there that there's that other side. There's no wrong uh, or right way to do this. The right way is the one that you're going to be consistent. And for me, what works is automating it and just taking right off the top money for retirement, money for travel, money for the next car, money for this, money for that. And literally, I it's automatically taken out for those different accounts. So just something to consider. So I wanted to bring that up. Now, the other question I wanted to ask, so we talked about the ways that you save, and I love hearing these different ideas. What has been maybe the most creative way that you've seen someone save or something that's different that you're like, what? That is so cool, but maybe you haven't implemented it. When it start off, do you want to start us off, Cindy? Sure. So um, I'm actually current, currently doing it now for the month of October. So Brittany over at, according to my calculation, she's a fellow Latina as well. Uh, she actually started this kind of only 100 for October challenge. 
So you're basically only allowed to spend $100 on anything that's discretionary. So, you know, taking a cab with which me living in New York City is a very big thing, especially, you know, if it's late at night and, you know, no one has a car over here, like no one owns and drives their own car. That's like ridiculous. (laughs) So, you know, taking cabs or buying clothes, dining out, things like that. you're limited to $100. And so that I haven't done before, you know, I've kind of done like an all or nothing. But to be perfectly clear, I only do the, you know, complete no spend challenge in the month of January, right? Because it's like, for me, it's not really practical for me to do it at any other time of the year, because I have tons of birthdays and things like that, right? Or, you know, weddings and other things just going on. So that I thought was really creative and kind of, you know, just putting a set dollar amount to it. And so, you know, over on my Instagram, I'm keeping track of my progress on how I'm doing on that and trying to stay within $100 for the month of October. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I love it. And I, I got to meet her at FinCon. I actually, she wasn't available for this chat because I'm like, oh, you should totally come on. Yeah. This panel. But she wasn't available because I saw that. I'm like, oh, yep, she should be on this panel. How about you, Katya? What are some creative ways that you've seen people say, but maybe you just haven't implemented? Yeah, something that I haven't done, but it's actually a very good idea. I think especially now uh, the holidays are coming, you know, maybe it's an idea for holidays, for gifts, is um, to go, if you want something branded, go to the secondhand store, you know, go to Tiff stores and you can find something that are very good quality and, you know, almost new and branded. So I think that's a very good idea and you can save, you know, you can save more than 50% of the real value, even more sometimes. So I haven't done that in particular, but I may start, I may consider it because, you know, I've seen some of my friends doing it and they're actually saving a lot of money. They're very happy with their purchases. They buy really, really quality, you know, items. So it's something to consider for the holidays. I love it. And uh, to that note, I was actually just reading, she's another fellow person in the personal finance space that recently got married and Stephanie McConnell, and she had recently got married and she was sharing that the dress that she wanted was over $3,000, but she couldn't, she's in the personal finance space. And she's like, I just can't place my mind on spending $3,000. But she really fell in love with this dress, this style, everything. And so she, of course, she's planning on like, just like we typically do, or most of us, like we still have our flaws. And she happened to find this exact dress, not worn with the price tag in a secondhand store and ended up pretty much cutting the price in half. So from 30,000 something to 1500 and something. So that's a huge saving, especially when maybe if you're about to get married, which can be a big expense. So definitely, I love that. So ladies, this has uh, been a blast. I appreciate everything that you shared, all the nuggets that you shared with us today. And I appreciate you for the example that you're setting for Latinas in the community, for women, for just people in general. Keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate you and your time today. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. Thank you, Jen. ¿Qué pensaste? What did you think? I hope that you enjoyed this conversation with Cindy and Katia as much as I did. I know 
What I love about having these chats is that I gain something every single time, no matter how large, no matter how small it may seem, I always learn something. And today was no different. The important thing with saving is that you do something that you're going to stick with. Don't just save to save, save with intention, save with a purpose. And do it in a way that you're going to stick to. Try to make it fun. And if it doesn't bother you and you don't make it fun, like I just automatic, you know, put everything on automation, do that. But you have to find something that works for you. That's why I wanted to bring them on to for them to share what they have done that's a little different uh, to give you some inspiration. So go ahead and connect with Cindy over at zero dash basebudget.com. She's also on Instagram with a similar Instagram handle, and you'll have that in today's uh, show notes, as well as connect with Katya. Uh, You will find her at Economicat on Instagram. And again, I will have those links in today's show notes. So again, the point here with this is to give you some inspiration, to keep you saving, to make sure you're intentional with your savings. So the reina of the week this week is Abby for being able to stick to her regular bill payment while having a tight budget month. So I want to congratulate Abby with that because sometimes when you have a tight budget, you may blow your money on coffee or eating out and then you aren't able to make payments on your bills. So that's not a fun position to be in. And with a tight budget, she obviously stuck to her budget and made her regular bill payments and didn't go over on other areas. So congratulations, Abby. If you want to nominate someone who you feel should be recognized, you can submit your nomination over at jenhempill.com forward slash Reina of the Week. I will have that link in the show notes as always. Remember that this mujer, this woman can be anybody and doesn't just have to be someone who is currently listening to this podcast. It's just someone you want to recognize. Today's question, the pregunta of the week is what is an out of the box way you have saved that you are proud of? I want to hear from you what you have done to save that is a little different. Maybe something that you are proud of that you were able to be consistent with. You can share that answer over in the Her Dinero Matters Hub account. There's, if you have one already, you know it's free. And all you have to do is log in to your free account over at herdinetomattershub.com. Link in the show notes. Everything is linked up in the show notes. And if you don't have a free account, I have always got your back. You can simply go to jenhempel.com forward slash win and you can sign up from there. Remember, if you answer the question, four questions of the week for that month's theme, you are eligible to unlock that month's freebie. And this month's freebie is a checklist to use when planning a no spend challenge. So that is a wrap for today. I want to thank our Reina crew, Katya and Cindy for joining us, for sharing everything that they shared today. You can check out on how to connect with them in today's show notes over at jenhempill.com forward slash 193. Don't forget, if you love this episode or this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you share it with a friend, family member, 
coworker, or even a stranger. Nunca se sabe. You never know when someone is in pain in their financial life. They're just not going to tell you. Just a sheer sharing of this podcast or this episode may be the push or inspiration they need to move forward. Until then, stay consistent on those money actions and habits so you can not only be the reina of your money, but love your dinero more. You've got this. Tú puedes. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. I will talk to you next Thursday. Ciao.